Good morning, folks. This is Tyler Fleming. You're listening listening to Fear Rock Gym and Coffee Shop. How's it going? Um, this morning, as has become customary, I'm recording on my way to work. Um, got my coffee. Got my waffle cookie. Amazing stuff. Um, sorry, that's probably really loud. And so rude, but also so good. So, um, I would like to record some things this morning that is going to make me a little bit vulnerable, but also I think is super important if I'm going to do this process any justice, right? Um, because I think. What can happen is we live in this um, abstract world where everything's all good, we're all good, everything's all good, and that's not really how it is. Um, Days are hard, life can get stressful, um, and mental health and all sorts of health is a real issue that a lot of people are faced with. And I personally, um, for maybe the first time in a long time, maybe first time ever, I'm not really sure, um, I'm feeling a bit of what might um, be called depressive or depression-like symptoms of just constant fatigue, um, tired, uh, not feeling the same sort of drive to to do things as I have and feeling sad and all sorts of stuff and not that that not that one I'm a I'm not a doctor so I cannot diagnose myself and two not to belittle um, anyone who truly uh, struggles with depression um, because I know and love a lot of people who who do Um, but I typically struggle with anxiety, which is the very high-strung side of the thing. And lately, I've been on the other side of that spectrum, which maybe it's a good thing, right? Maybe what I'm feeling is normal. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But I haven't been feeling the same drive to, to do. And... I think there's, who knows what the reasons are for that, but uh, given my position as a physical education teacher, given my probably even more, definitely more important roles as a father and a husband, um, and just a human in society, right, I feel a responsibility to address it as quickly as I can. And um, what I'll kind of circle back to is this conversation that the late uh, Chris Moore had with Mr. Julian Pinot. Um And if you don't know who Julian is, he is the founder and lead uh, person of uh, StrongFit, which is an educational organization, I would say. 
that focuses on movement, but movement in a way that it creates balance in the body. Um, and there's a particular focus on the nervous system. And over the course of the past few years, his work has become some of the more influential work in my life and as relates to movement for me. Um, But this conversation with he and Chris, Chris was describing how in previous years to that conversation, which I believe was 2016, um, when the conversation was recorded, uh, that he had been feeling the the desire to train, the desire to do, but the fire within had, um, he was struggling to keep lit, and he was struggling to keep lit for uh, a variety of reasons, Um, and I don't, I didn't know Chris personally, only had a couple exchanges via the interwebs, but um, from everyone I know who has known him, he's a good-ass human. And um, it seems that a lot of Chris's particular issues around this uh, stemmed from something physical, and maybe that's the case for me. But it's also possible that um, that feeling of a lack of fire within uh, could stem from, could stem from something mental or emotional something that you're processing consciously or subconsciously um, to and and that (laughs) your processing of it has led you to a place of this this feeling of exhaustion etc etc again I'm I'm wary of using the word depression but um, something along those lines where you just are you've it's difficult to get out of bed, and uh, just some of the fire is not where it once was. <sighs> um, maybe I'm just getting old. I don't think so. I'm only turning 30 this year, which is kind of cool. This month, actually. Um, anyway, so <sighs> I reflected on my own yesterday on the drive to work and recorded a little deal just thinking about it and I think it's important that um, if I'm conscious of these feelings that I take some actions to kind of remedy or not remedy not fix but work toward things that support things that support healing, things that support strength, things that support happiness. Because that's really all we can do is we can try and improve the conditions for success. Um, and so that's what I'm going to try and do for myself. And I'm going to kind of lay out some of what I'm thinking here. Um, and I'm in some ways just spitting off the top of the head and heart, but I think that's a a decent way to process Um, and gives a little bit of a raw kind of experience or, yeah, experience into my uh, perspective. So, like I said, I have not been feeling well. That's kind of 
one of my homies is asking, how are you doing? And I kept saying, I'm doing great, I'm doing great, but I'm not feeling so well, honestly. And I think um, one thing that led me to be, I mean, it just was very timely, I guess, is one of my friends and fellow person who appreciates strong fit, Andrew Callendish, and I'll try and link his stuff in the show notes, but um, he was a physical educator in England, he's from Sweden, and he is now a coach, and he also uh, plays rugby at the international level, uh, On I don't know much about rugby, but there's, I know there's seven people on per side in the version of rugby that he plays, um, which I guess is not always the case, I gotta educate myself, but... Um, he's a amazing athlete, great coach, that sort of deal. Seeker, always pushing the envelope. He's also, um, you know, a dad, which is important. Um, a partner, which is important. And he, you know, as I mentioned, he was an educator as well. And he, <laughs> it's funny because I I didn't turn on the social media until I don't know what day it was. It was it was either yesterday morning, I think it was yesterday morning, that's what I think it was, and one of the first posts that popped up was a picture of Andrew, and he and he doesn't know that I'm saying this right now, but it's a public post, so I'm hoping this is okay, um, he, he posts a picture, and it's just a, fo- uh, a portrait of his face from shoulder up, and it says, um, strong, it's a black and white photo, it says strong, and then crossed out, it says, and silent. And um, Andrew, this is not the first time Andrew's posted about this, but it's, uh, I'm thankful that he did. Um, so Andrew goes to detail the statistics, which I cannot recall specifically, of depression and suicide among men in the United Kingdom, uh, England, Britain, I don't know what the fuck to call it, but there, over there, over the pond, on the other side of the pond, and um, I can only imagine that those numbers are very similar, if not larger, here in the United States as well, among men who commits or commit suicide or have uh, suicidal thoughts, etc., etc., um, for a variety of reasons, and um, I love this idea of strong and crossing out the and silent, because I think that men have a tendency to feel as though (laughs) we have to be silent about our feelings, and I say this as a fairly emotional guy, right, someone who in the private realm is fairly open about my emotions but also sometimes struggles with them. And um, this is important, right? It's important that men are able to, and and women, but men specifically are able to feel um, comfortable speaking about and working on uh, mental health. And whether 
I personally am struggling with anxiety or depression or some mix of there of those emotions and those um, feelings and I'm not exactly sure I'm I'm not well versed in mental health or as well versed as I could be um, there but for for men and for humans really it's important to feel that you can speak on the issue without being labeled as this outcast this person who's broken um, because if we are silent about it if we do not talk um, if we don't do not express how we are feeling then the likelihood of uh, those emotions those feelings those uh, states um, overwhelming us and coming out in another way or um, hopefully not but potentially leading to uh, suicide are increases right if we don't if we don't address it it will just linger and grow and fester I was in the training the other day and they were talking about shame and I I hadn't ever really thought about shame in, in some of these ways but um, the one of the videos that they showed us a woman was saying that shame needs silence to grow right um, and I think the same could be true of like depression and anxiety if we don't speak on it we give it strength and we give the the struggle we give it uh, more power over us and so what I'm attempting to do today is say that I'm not feeling well um, and I don't know exactly what that is um, and I, w I am and beginning the process of seeking help in this, right, as relates to other processes of my life, um, but that there are also things that I can do, that I can control, that are free and available to me, that can potentially help support me in this time, right? And I think um, it's easy It's easy to, especially like as a teacher, um, to feel, you know, like, oh, I don't want to be, this idea of being selfish. Um, but I think, and what I've realized over the last couple of years is that being selfish is often one of the least selfish things we can do. And what I mean by that is in respecting ourselves and what we need and our own story, then we in turn give permission to other folks to express their story and speak their truth and to um, take care of themselves as well which is important <laughs> and uh, maybe most important for me is that I when I go home every day I have two beautiful sons and I want them to see and experience that while their, their pops might struggle with some things, that he is also actively engaged in some things that will help um, him become a better person, a better dad, a better human, because uh, for my children and my children's children, uh, a better world is deserved and 
So in, in order to help build that, I need to be in my best state possible. So what's this going to look like? Um, yesterday I, I began kind of thinking about this in that um, I've been trying to be more gentle with myself in that like not kicking myself if I haven't felt up to training. Not kicking myself if I didn't feel like loading up the barbell. Um, if I didn't as consistently wake prior to 4 a.m. Um, because I have not felt very good. And it's not necessarily a specific feeling, um, like congestion or something like that. Just a general fog has, uh, that's kind of what I've been feeling, right? And as, but also knowing that I need to take positive action um, to work through this time, um, I, you can honk all day, dude, but your blinker was not on. <laughs> that there are a couple places that I can start that uh, speak to me, um, and one that really speaks to me, and I think it's okay that it speaks to me, right? Um, because it's important that what we're doing speaks to us, otherwise the likelihood of us participating in it goes down even further. All right, so what I mean by that is uh, there's this really smart guy. His name's Carl Powley. He's an amazing coach. And his book that I bought in 2014, maybe even earlier than that, um, and I've yet to finish it. And uh, so over the next uh, couple months, I'm going to work my way through that and develop um, my practice around moving my body, moving just my body, not with weight necessarily, but my body. Um, there's four movements that are highlighted in his book that kind of translate to some bigger things, but if we're going to talk about those bigger things, we got to talk about the specific things first. So um, the movements are a muscle-up, um, a handstand push-up, Turkish get up. Hmm. Now I'm forgetting the uh, the lower body movements. Oh shoot, that's a, that's a bummer. But there's four movements, and two of them are significant upper body movements, and two of them are significant lower body movements. Um, bummed that I can't think of them right now. <coughs> Nonetheless, I will continue. Uh, and so over the next couple weeks um, or months or maybe even a year, I'll be exploring those um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to look up the movements. very safe right now.
let's see. Okay, and and that's just that's one place, right? Because it's with the body, and so. Um, Oh, a pistol. There we go. So a muscle up, a handstand push up, a pistol, and one other one that I cannot recall. It's okay. And and then the second thing, which is more important, not more important, but speaks to me even more, is um, <clears throat> the work that Julian's doing with StrongFit. Um, now, currently, I'm not in a financial place to really 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 dive into his work wow you can get off my ass anytime thanks um but what i really appreciate about appreciate about his work is that for the most part it's very open to the public um there's a lot of information that has been put out there for free about his work which focuses a lot on principles and states of the human body and um which there's four, as he describes. There's flow, fight, fear, or no, sorry, flee and freeze, right? And I think that's very important because um, it allows you to navigate your own path as makes sense for you. It also uses simple uh, equipment, which I appreciate. Um, and that kind of speaks to a lot of my philosophies on life. Um, so there's that. And then um, to kind of continue the conversation around nature and uh, spending time in nature, um, to over the next few months, year, years, lifetime, um, to increase my time and my family's time in nature. And um, so again that's just really simple movements kind of basic movements for humans that i'll be focusing on both through kind of body weight stuff when i'm feeling up to that and on days where i'm feeling a little bit more fight um through more strongman type stuff um, as well as time spent outside those two things uh are physical actions that i'm taking to improve my mental um, and emotional state because I think that there are things that uh, will help support the environment for me to feel strong not strong and silent that's not the goal for me to feel strong for me to feel capable in my own body for me to feel like I can express myself through words for me to build confidence in my own voice, my own story, um, as I continue to take steps into this next chapter of life, this next season of life, as some of my friends would call it. So I know that this is probably just a random rant kind of deal for me, but it means something. Um, I have probably been struggling longer than I know or knew, um, and this is my uh, attempt to begin the process of really taking care of myself so that I can be strong, not only for myself, but for my children, for my um, partner, for my family, for my life. Um, 
it's important. It's more important than I could probably express with words. And I am thankful for this opportunity to share these thoughts with you. Um, and I think that this, and I'm thankful to Andrew and my friend Logan and Anthony and a bunch of people, and of course my wife and my family for being very supportive as I struggle through these things and as we all struggle with these things, um, and for folks who have been vulnerable that, and in their vulnerability kind of given me permission to be vulnerable and to work through this process myself. Um, thank you for listening, folks. This has been another episode of Fear Rock gym and coffee shop. Have a great day.